Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Jacqueline Mark Fuji. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're a meatball and a repeat listener, I appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Audio Boom, and please rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. Uh, I'm just going to get right into it now. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm ve- <laughs> God, what a good voice. Right? Oh, thanks. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Listen to the dulcet tones of... No. Hi. Hi. It's me. Hold on. I haven't okay, introduced you oh, yet. Okay. Oh, my God. No. Um, my guest is 100% Actress Goals. You've been in absolutely a million different things. As she pulls it up on the computer. No, no, no. Um, you have so many credits. Me, myself, and I. Big Little Lies. You just shot The Bellman with a lot of really funny oh, yeah, comedians. Oh, you forgot about them. <laughs> you shot it with a lot That's of my small. friends. That's cool. Um, you've worked with a ton of people. The McCarthys, yeah. which I want to get into that. Um, and she's just a badass You haven't even brought up the ones that most people bring up. Really? The Office, the Newsroom, the oh. Mini Project. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm looking at American Dads on here, Young and Hungry. Oh, oh, it's yeah. hot in Cleveland. Oh my God. <laughs> These are California Cation, Men at Work, Super Fun Night. It's oh. literally like I'm just reading the TV <laughs> roster for the past like 10 years. Um, on top of the fact that you're so fucking talented and awesome, you're also tall and gorgeous and oh, stunningly man. hot and cool. Tell everyone. I know. <laughs> Everyone, all your guy friends. Welcome to What's Wait, Your Wait, I know your Kellen. guy friends. I know you do. Because we're friends in real life. <laughs> I know. That's why this is going to be fun for you yeah. listeners. Kellen Coleman, welcome to the Hello, podcast. thank you. Hello, meatballs. <laughs> I'm very honored to be here. I'm actually eating meatballs as we speak. Yes, she is. Isn't that great? She gives you meatballs. I know. Everyone loves that. Who doesn't love a good meatball? Even if you're vegan, like you could throw a meatball. You could sure, juggle Maybe a chickpea them. meatball. Exactly. I'm just saying. It's fine. We're not hating. It's 2019. No, no I but I enjoy like- a real one. A real one. Yeah. Beef, veal, and pork all together. Oh, is I that like a real meatballs. one? That's a real one. Oh, wow. I have issues with veal, but you know what? I don't. I shouldn't, <laughs> but only because I know it's a baby, yet then I, I eat uh, lamb, and I'm like, but that's a different animal. And they're like, no, that's the it's, baby of a sheep. It's so. the same age of a thing, <laughs> yeah. but that's okay. Oh. I feel like in 2019, it's all about like just being forgiven, like happiness, forgiving, for, for, yeah, forgiving and forgetting. So. So forgiving it's and forgetting everything that's happened in the past year. Yes, I feel like... For our country can, and world. Oh, it's, it's fun right now. <laughs> it's so fun. Did you see the picture of Trump with all the fast food in front yes, of him? Yes, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> because, and then, but who, someone posted a thing and there was like a, 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 some other picture of a, I think it was a play that in the future they become, um, the McDonald's becomes the fancy restaurant that everyone go the go to fancy restaurant, and it was like a scene from that play, and it was like, oh, this is a play of fake reality, and then it was like, this is reality, and it was, it was Trump with all of that McDonald's. What the fuck in the White House? It's a know. lot. I had to stop and get McDonald's for a scene I was doing last night. I yeah. got McDonald's two nights ago. Don't tell anyone, even though I'm telling everyone right everyone. now. Everyone, I haven't had it in a very not a very long time because I have nephews and I would eat their fries when I was at home for Christmas. 
was. But I don't go there on my own usually if I'm trying to be healthy. And I went the other night because I was starving. I just got back in the country and there was nothing open. And I stopped at McDonald's. That's what it's there for. It was so good. Isn't it good? Except I'm freaked out. I just found out what their chicken nuggets are made of. Oh, yeah. Don't eat those. Oh, I don't want to know. Yeah. I stay away from the nuggets. Oh, I don't. They're so good. Isn't it like that weird pink slime shit? No, apparently it's... Oh, I don't think I, you want to oh, know. Oh, I really don't want to know. Don't or know. you could tell us all. It's fine. Um, apparently it's parts of the chicken. That's why they can't call them like... They can't call them... I th- well, they call them chicken nuggets, but they, they call can't them call them... Yes. Yeah. I think they have to change it from chicken nuggets to McNuggets. Ugh. And it's because there's like even like beak and like oh, stuff yeah. like that in there. My dad's like in the food part industry. Chicken parts, not parts. actual chicken. That's there's yeah. salami from a certain sandwich place that uh, we all frequent what? here and there. That I it's parts of things. Does too. it taste better than other salami? Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why it tastes so good. Yeah, it's because you're addicted to weird like cow claws. Oh, oh God. Okay, we'll okay stop. you can edit this out. Yeah, no, it's fine. You were just in England. Did you I was. eat any like weird shit there? Um, I was in England. Did I eat anything weird? Well, we went fishing for my first time. <gasps> yeah. Did you like it? I had very bad moral dilemmas doing it. I didn't think I would. I'd never been. And I am a meat eater. And I I do crave meat. I'm, I don't know if you believe in this, but I'm like that blood type where you're supposed to eat meat. Yeah. Where you actually crave it because I'm the universal donor, which anyone who's an office fan and knows me from there will think that's funny because there's a specific line in the office that everyone quotes to me. And it actually was an improv and it was my line where I say I'm the universal donor. So there's a little inside scoop if anyone's an office fan. So yeah, I'm the universal <laughs> donor blood type. And I, I improv that in the, in the show. But so I'm the type that craves meat. And... So I feel bad because I have a lot of like moral, you know, I love animals, et cetera, et cetera, but I just crave it. So we went fishing and I'm like, well, I've never seen an animal that I'm going to eat die. Um, so we went fishing. I was in England. One of my best friends has a, her mom has a place down in Penzance in Cornwall. And we took the train down, stayed there for like five nights. I, New Year's Eve day, we went fishing, like uh, six of us on a boat and caught a lot of fish and then i later i mean you, there's a picture of me like holding the fish and kind of like almost crying because <laughs> i felt so bad uh one of them smiling and then by the second one i was frowning and almost crying and one of the girls was like throwing up on the side of the boat oh. and i was like this is, is this how it's supposed to be and then when we later someone made the fish which were not caught during the throw up accident um I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I can eat this. I saw this bucket of fish like flailing and in my head and Mm -hmm. I did. I was able to eat it. So I guess I am a killer. But you're so strong. But something about me is like, if you, if you're going to eat it, you should be able to, to, I don't want to say to kill it, but you should be able to like, yes, hunting gathering went like caveman style. Like, you know, if, if you're going to eat it, there's something right about the fact that you can also go through the whole process of it and appreciate the life and then, you know, say thank you to it and all that. But I don't know. There's I might have spiritual to, about it. I, I like have that. to accept that I might be a little frou-frou meat eater who cannot see the animal die and just think, wow, it's magically on my plate. I <laughs> Look at you. We're already, uh, already getting the Southern accent out. I love yeah, it. I don't know. I love fishing, you but do? I've never eaten anything I've caught. Oh, do you throw it all back? Yeah, I do. See, See I, oh, I don't know. But some of those fish, do they always make it? Because they could just got holes in their face now. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. We had one fish we threw back. We threw back a bunch because we weren't allowed to eat them or like 
and or whatever, and one of them did not make it back in because you have a certain time limit, and it just it. Yep, that was it, little guy. That's okay, poor, poor guy. We set a little nice note for him. See, you're an angel. Oh yeah, it's all good. I'm a regular fishing angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to know how your 2019's been so far. Uh, it started in England. It was really different because I every year I feel lately that I end up doing last minute plans. Like I don't have a New Year's plan, and then last minute I'm like, okay, I'll go to that party. Yeah. So this year, when one of my friends invited me to England, I was coming from DC, so it's like the same kind of a little bit longer than going from DC or from yeah from DC to LA as as opposed to DC to London. Yeah. So I said, you know what? F it. I don't have a family, like my own, like kids yet, or I'm not married. So if I'm ever going to travel, which I've had the travel bug lately, might as well do it. So I went and, um, had a great time, got pretty sick, like started getting this sore throat and cold and like kept it off for a while. But then when I got back here, my best friend had a baby and I was trying to see it. And then the doctor checked me out just you know precaution and then he was like no you have a bronchial infection yeah get away so i've been on antibiotics for like a freaking week and i'm off of them and i'm not contagious and i'm out of the house oh yeah. no, but it's been good it's just like you know it's chilling yeah i think i'm enjoying i feel like everyone's had a very chill start to their year so far which is yeah. nice yeah it is good not i didn't have to rush back i had to well, i had to come back for like a producer session but it's it's all very chill and you know pilot season's almost starting which is a thing where you know busiest time for us hopefully yes hopefully if we're lucky and putting that out there right yeah, now yeah right but it's very go busy slow into it yes we're gonna be very busy very busy and if you've ever wanted to be an actor or are an actor you better pay attention because there's going to be a lot of questions about Ugh. about acting and it. also life. Like, if you don't give a fuck about acting, that's fine. You're going to enjoy this, too. Uh, I wanted to tell the meatballs how we met. Okay. My first vision of Kellen, and you guys should all look at the pictures that we posted. I remember when we I know. I remember because I was... We have a mutual friend, Ben Glebe. Oh, yes! Yes. And good man, we I was at his house with friends. I, I don't think it was a ho- maybe it was a holiday or we. I think it was. Wait, all, was it the summer party? Did we talk just, about this already? Where we were playing um, beer pong, beer pong in, in the pool, pool with yeah. the raft. But was you, that it? I think yeah. That that's the day. But Kellen walked in and you looked like a Greek goddess. What? And I was like, who the fuck is this girl? You're insane. Was no. this during the day? It was during the day. Yeah, like it wasn't a holiday. It was just like a bunch a of comedians. Day that he, random day. He uh, was having people over. He started doing yeah. that that summer. That summer, yeah. I think and he was like single at that point. I don't even know. I, don't, I can't I just keep up. I went, well, yeah, I don't know what's, yeah. Good man. Good man. <laughs> Good. Hi, no, Ben. I love Blue. I love Blue, um, but, too. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So that was that you day. Were wearing, I remember that. She was rocking this, like, one-piece white. I love white. a one-piece. Was Hul- it white? It was white. Oh, the halter. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Lately, that's been doing weird things to my boobs, so it might be retired. We oh, don't know. God. But well, it's actually it's, my picture on my Facebook profile. I'm wearing that. It's you should wear it everywhere because I was like, I who the fuck is this? Well, because you know what? There's something to be said. That's when one pieces became like they started actually realizing, oh, people would like to be modest, but also be really sexy. So I'm not necessarily that swimsuit is not modest at all, but it is also it covers the areas that I don't feel confident about while also keeping letting me be sexy. Yeah. And I think there's something great about that because I'm not a type of person who really loves never loved when I was even 
like a stickly teenager loved wearing a two piece. It just doesn't doesn't necessarily uh, flatter my body in the correct ways. Okay, I'd rather be naked almost. And but I'm not that type. So <laughs> so the the one piece I think is great because it lets you. Um, you know, pick and choose what parts are to be seen and what parts do you There's want so to look sexy. Options. So many now, and there used to not be at all. Mm-hmm. And I was a swimmer back in the day, so it was like very dull. And the the one pieces I had were just speedos, all the speedos, yeah, speedos, and like I mean, the, I remember the sexiest one I had was like a zip up in the back because it was a racing suit, mm-hmm. but it was like metallic. <laughs> and so I actually, when I was, I modeled a first hot second when I was a teenager, and one of my um like modeling shoots I just found from when I was like 16, 17, 18, so I don't know, was like in that suit. And it was just we went embarrassing. To... It was like almost, it doesn't, it's not reptile, but it's very green and shiny. Oh, that sounds perfect. Ugh. It's definitely not something that we would pick now because it's completely no. covering everything. Yet for some reason, it's sexy. It's sexy if there's like goods under what's yeah, it's not even covered. No even si- yeah, you can tell that I had a shape. Exactly. Yes. yes. A shape. And there was something about being too covered, whereas everyone was so naked, that maybe that was like, like, oh, a turtleneck. Are you basic instincting? Oh, yeah. You know? I, I like to cover it up more, which is something I think you learn. We're going to make it a term. It is now. Um, I think you learn that with like age mm. and growing older that like it's cuter to like cover it up and just show like a little bit little. or like have one thing showing like if you're like wearing a high turtleneck and a you know like a pencil skirt like if you have a slit and show sli- some leg I think the sexiest you know? thing is a slit I've heard you're supposed to show either boob or leg not both I know but we don't understand that in Los Angeles or Jersey yeah or Jersey <laughs> yes I've, I've not spent a lot of time in Jersey have I I think I had one summer at the shore at the shore is it I say? It funny. <laughs> no, at Jersey Shore, I think my friend, maybe two summers in a row, Seaside. Is that? Seaside Heights. Why was that right? there? Yeah. No. For the original Jersey Shore house. No. Yes. So that's where I went with my friend Nicole Disson, who actually lives in LA um, now. She's a friend from middle school and high school. And her dad used to take her, her two brothers, and then a friend. And I got to go twice. And we'd stay at this like nice resort. And then he played golf. And we would, I don't know what we'd do. But I remember he let us play once. And then we would go to the beach. And I remember the big thing was like putting a sticker on you so that you would get a tan around oh, it and yes. then take off a sticker. Ours was not a Playboy sticker. It was a heart. <laughs> a little heart tan yeah. line. I or love it. nail polish. Anyway, we met like two boys. I remember one summer. <gasps> I feel like it was so much fun meeting boys when you were like 13, oh, 14. Oh, yeah, on the boardwalk At the, at the boardwalk. Oh, I yeah. I forget what this, his name was. He was super cute. But wow. Let's he find awful him. awful hair. Awful, like, was it oh, frosted it was like, tips and It was spiky? the Jersey hair that I've never understood. <laughs> I've never understood. Wait, so Kellen was just telling me you just had to play, like, an Italian kind of I Jersey did Italian-American. Girl. Can you tell yeah. us about this, please? Um, so I went to uh, the hot, hot city of Bulgaria. And by hot, I meant poppin'. And by poppin', I meant not so much. Not no. really. It was, listen, the people in Bulgaria are amazing. I'm really obsessed with the people there. I, unfortunately, did not have a lot of time to experience it. I also heard by the people that live there, it's better to be there in the spring and summer. So it's not, there wasn't that much to do there because, you know, there were some hikes I hear that are pretty cool. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't really get to go in the nightlife except for like maybe two nights. I was there for a month and a half. I worked six days a week, pretty much 12 to 17 hours a day. And then when I wasn't working, it was like dinner, then learning your lunch for the next day. So this is a book trilogy um, called, it's like the Valentine series. And it's written by an Italian woman. Oh my God. Am I going to blank? Adriana Trigiani. Is that, oh God, that better be it. I mean, that sounds right. Sounds correct. (laughs) And 
it has a following, and I guess I got the offer from Lifetime Sony and Sony to do the series of three movies. And, you know, I've, I've watched my mom really loves Lifetime and Hallmark, but I've only known them to do like holiday movies yeah. or crime movies. So I was interested by the fact that this, it was a romantic comedy and it was not, even though it's about a girl named Valentine, it's not holiday uh, themed and read it. Um, and I'm half Jewish. I might, my parents are totally different. My dad's like a North Carolina guy from, you know, any group Christian. My mom grew up Jewish, both are neither religious and she's from Philly which close to Jersey. And, um, so I've always felt like in the Jewish side, culturally, like are very similar to Italians. Very similar. I don't know if you know that, but like very. Yes. Yes. And I, my best friend is Italian. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know a lot about like that culture and, and basically we're always comparing how similar it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Italian mothers, Jewish mothers, very similar. Um, the, the, the culture being about food yeah. and family. And so it wasn't far off. So I read it and I liked meatballs, it. Meatballs, matzo balls. Sure. You know, <laughs> we probably have less matzo balls than you have meatballs. balls. I mean, what? Meatza balls? <laughs> meatza ball. Meatza ball. That's, That's a, a Jewish Italian. <laughs> We're going to make a meatza ball. Instead of breadcrumb, we use matzo. I would love it. Um, that's actually a very smart idea. <laughs> a meatza ball. But yes, yeah, so it was about this girl, um, Valentine um, Roncalli. And her family, or the Angelinis, is her other side of her family. And they have a shoe company in Greenwich Village, New York, but they're from Jersey, I believe. Um, the book was different from the movie, so I'm trying to believe which one's the right one. But anyway, so I live with my grandma, played by Jacqueline Bissett, who is like super, you know, Stunning legendary and, status yeah. and gorgeous still. Um, actually, you pronounce her name Jacqueline Bissett. Really? I didn't know that, but everyone says Jacqueline Bissett. <gasps> and it's Jacqueline Bissett. Yeah, there you go. That's anyway. so funny. And she, wait, was your name Jackie on the McCarthy's? My name was Jackie on the McCarthy's. God. Yeah. Um, but she, so she's my grandma. I live with her because I love the shoe business and none of my other brothers and sisters do. And I end up like, I'm not ready to be in love, but I fall in love with the, of the very attractive Liam McIntyre, who is... Um, Australian in real life, but Italian American in this. He looks like a northern Italian, blonde hair, blue eyed. He's played Spartacus on Spartacus on Stars. Got it. Is that Stars? I believe it was. On so Stars. he's just ripped and hot. He's very attractive, um, but his wife is also very beautiful. Erin, she's lovely. I like. I mean, there. He's like we became so close, and he's he's just a good guy. So people always ask about like yeah. working with other actors oh, when yeah. like you're in a relationship or sure. with other actors that are in relationships. Yeah. when you're single and it's just funny because when yes you can be in the moment but mm-hmm. like it's so technical and like especially when everyone's watching it's right kind of- everyone wonder everyone always asks or they don't believe that it's not romantic when you're um doing these scenes people would have to be lying if they said there's never been times where it is i mean i've definitely fallen for co-stars or had little like flirts um that were harmless or not harmless or whatever it is mostly when you're by the time you're like doing it professionally you learn how to kind of cut it off as soon as like you know you're feeling upset or, or hopefully when they say cut but the I will say that this is one thing I know is that when you're kissing someone I've kissed someone who if I've had something with them off screen and on screen on screen kissing them versus off screen kissing them is two totally different things. It is so weird that I have kissed someone, I think before like on screen, then when we kissed in real life and I was so thankful that the kiss off screen 
was not like the one on screen. Also, I've kissed someone off screen first and was like, oh, and then on screen, I was like, what? Ugh. Yeah. And then there's been times where I've kissed someone on screen. It was good. And then off screen, I was like, oh, wait, this is making me sound like I do it a lot. No. <laughs> Some of that was because we like kissed right there to so it, so, you know, beforehand. So it looked like we hadn't just kissed for our first time yeah. on set, not like in an inappropriate way, but like sometimes you'll be like, OK, how are we going to do this? Like almost choreography. Yeah. Um, but in a professional way where you're um, just so you're comfortable because you don't want it to look in some scenarios that it's the first time you've ever kissed and sometimes it is and you have to make it look real it just depends on who you're playing with and how important it is and kind of working those parameters but always done respectfully and not Enough. shady as hell um yes. yeah it's never i've never been in that so that's good but um have you had any, no it's, like really awkward moments when oh, i've had such that? awkward moments um i had something where i was kissing someone or we had to have this big epic kiss and the camera like pulls away on like a crane and the person who has a girlfriend who i I know and is very lovely and you know he should know what he's doing um and i love this person to death but oh man uh I we I we were going into this kiss like I'm in the middle of talking and then he he kisses me in the middle of it and uh we're and then we're supposed to like get in, into this like very long kiss I kept moving my head to the, like if I go to the right his head would go to the right or to his left sorry okay. to his left so the same way my head was going oh. and then I was like wait, wait and then I would switch my head to the other side and his head was to the other side and finally I had to be like yo what are you doing he's like what do you mean I'm like our heads have to go different ways or else our noses are just smashing into like you know you know how to kiss and then he kept doing it like he didn't even know it so finally i just had to grab his head and turn it the other way so it'd be interesting if if um people have seen that or will see that i won't tell you if it's out or not um i'll tell you after yeah no but he's the best and i know he knows how to kiss because he has a girlfriend um but first i guess i don't know maybe it was just because the camera's on and it's nerve-wracking because it is it can't be very weird it definitely can be oh it's very pressure-filled like i was when i was doing this thing in italy i have actually two love interests one is liam mcintyre and another is, is paolo bernardini oh my an italian God. real italian you look your face went well, i don't know oh. his name yeah paolo bernardini and he's um a roman guy um he's actually coming out here soon to to visit and do meetings and stuff so i'll see him soon but um, he is yeah. So we I had to had to do scenes with both of them that were you know kissing or whatever. Um, with Liam, he plays like we get into a relationship and um, we had actual like you know ripping each other's clothes off scenes and we had like a scene like in the bed and I'll tell you it is so. I felt so comfortable with him because we were like buddies. Yeah. But there's so many people in the room like telling you their input of what you should look like and how you should do and how you should hold your neck and da, 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 da. And it's like, okay. oh my God, I'm laying with this person, you know, covered but almost not covered in certain places. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i very vulnerable and everyone's telling me how to move my head so my neck doesn't look big or how, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot to think about other than what's happening. So it just, it can be more stressful than it is, um... I feel like you're almost your lower half and your upper half are like disconnected at that moment. Like there's a circuit that's cut. Do you have any advice? Because there's a lot of people that aren't doing love scenes on movie sets. (laughs) You know, whatever. (laughs) Unless there's like a lot of movie sets in like Iowa. I don't know. Right, right. Maybe. but you still have to show up to set if you're feeling bloated or if you're oh, like yeah. feeling like shit. Like any advice for people on how to either just like fake it or like mm. what you do to like make your 
self feel better when you're not feeling so hot besides tequila no i'm just kidding <laughs> um i actually didn't do that on this set because one the kid there's like no ice in bulgaria uh, what? <laughs> they no, we were water? Just, we, no, like literally. And then the craziest thing is that, so the shoot was very hard. I'm, I'm interested to see how it turns out. Cause I ended up like, I had, I loved working with everyone and it was just a different type of thing than I've ever worked on as far as like being, I've never worked out of the country. And, um, and there was a few snags in the beginning, but it, it ended up being like a very good experience because I learned so much. But there was things like we're shooting for summer, wearing you know spaghetti straps, and it's actually winter in Bulgaria, and it's snowing and sleeting and raining. And so they at one point had to find us cups of ice so that Liam and I, because we were doing scenes outside all day and all night, that we could suck on ice cubes before... Uh, we did the scene and then when they would say act, background action and then they would say action I spit them out and walk up to him to talk to him so that my breath was cold so that we weren't <gasps> making steam on each other oh my god yeah and so they like when they had to do that like finding ice was a <laughs> huge problem so yeah there wasn't any like chilled tequila um no I mean I've heard of people like you know doing that responsibly very quickly like taking a little shot I haven't done that I think that the most important thing is kind of being um, comfortable with your co-star and having a rapport and so you know spending time with them to a uh, I'm trying what was that that was for all the ASMR people that just let my <laughs> mouth sense. Um, I was trying to find a thought and it escaped that for you know you want to be professional obviously and do it within a reasonable amount of spending time with each other but as people have families and lives yeah. we were grateful you know thankfully away from everything so we had no choice but like oh you want to get dinner great so we had a relationship you know beforehand I think that's important being open with communication totally you know I think it's better to know than not to know so I will talk to someone before and be like okay so for you know this scene we have like what are you comfortable with I'll tell you what I'm comfortable with um I'm gonna be wearing this uh, the director, when you talk to the director, you say, okay, what's your idea for the shot? And he'll be like, I don't think I'm going to see anything below the waist. So you can be wearing, you know, like it's, um, it's, it's a lot more choreography than it's choreography, yeah. being open, being open, honest. communicating with the other person so that you know what to expect. It depends what type of scene you're doing. Like you have to have trust, you know, if it's, it's a, if it's a very, um, you know, unfortunately like an abuse scene of some sort of sexual ride, it's, it can be very tense so that you want to make sure there's communication, um, especially with those scenes. But if it's a little kiss, sometimes you don't have to talk about it and you're no. just like, you know, I always make them feel comfortable because it's especially with times right now, as far as what, you know, everything is so careful with, um, in Hollywood, which is not a bad thing, but people are overly careful sometimes, especially when you're on a set of a comedy, it's a little hard cause you know, there are new parameters for how you can joke and what you can say as men and women. And so kind of navigating that and just being like, Hey, just so you know, on the rehearsal, you can kiss me. Um, it's all good. Right. Just kind of giving that. I think it's all about communication. Yeah. Have you seen the new Gillette ad? About so here's the thing. Did you post that? Was that you? No. I just saw someone just posted it, and I haven't seen it. But I did see part of someone's post, and I saw that the, the it has the video of the guy in the mirror with his daughter, which was a popular YouTube video. Yeah, of the guy in the mirror with his daughter being like, "You are smart. You are important. Uh, you're whatever," and like making her say all the stuff, mm -hmm. which was a. I love that. That's love part of it, right? That. There's a shot of it. Okay, so I haven't seen the ad, but I oh. just saw someone's Instagram video. Well, it's all, I mean, Justin Martindale. Do you know Justin? No. He's a comedian. He's friends with all, we've a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. He posted something because the big debate or discussion is about toxic masculinity. Mm. 
Um, and he said the only problem with toxic masculinity in this commercial is that the song Toxic wasn't playing under ah, You love Britney, don't you? Yeah, we love Britney. Do you Britney. know that I was in a Britney Spears dance group in college? And I, it started out, yeah, it started out as a workout class where we come and bless her heart. This girl used to, that was so sad. And bless her heart. <laughs> bless her um, heart. The girl who taught it was like, not the most in shape girl yeah but who really loved britney and not necessarily best dancer but she knew all of the moves in her fat like in her way in her way got but, it so it ended up being like hey you guys are really good like do you want to like maybe do this for this like talent show thing <laughs> and we did and what each did one of do? us had a song i need to know i didn't pick my song what was it like i know all the i know the dance is parts of uh slave for you oh yeah um boys um what's the one that i had to do Oh God! If I kn- I will not know unless I hear. Oops! I did it again. Baby, one more time. Stronger, crazy. Nothing. Nothing's right. No, the bell. it wasn't any of those. But no. I think we did the dances for all of those. Oh. But just parts of them. I'd really enjoy to see a video of this. Oh God! So would I. Yeah. Well, we love. I'm so tall. I had to like learn how to like do the movements like quicker than anyone so that my limbs would go all the way around. (laughs) That's a tall people problem. Or we have to do like instead of doing the whole movement, we have to make it like a smaller version. So yeah, it so it doesn't necessarily yeah. Was it growing up dancing, singing, and acting? I had to make adjustments. Nice. Yes. I feel like, okay, so if you need to take a tequila shot before you're doing <laughs> well, a scene. Don't tell anyone you're doing that. You'll get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you'll get in trouble. Or just be open be and open, have and have a relationship with a person. But I want to know if you're like feeling body-wise. Oh, like, body-wise. Like, Ooh, I have. Any good yeah. tips on, because like I have to, you know, <sighs> sometimes you have to like go to a nice dinner and you have to wear a dress when you're like, I yeah. feel like I'm huge. Yeah. You know, I, or be in a bikini and it's like, uh, well, I, you know, for this movie, it originally was written. So the girl was like a girl who was not perfect bodied and was curvy, but didn't care and was like very confident with it. So there were lines in it that were like, oh, really shouldn't have that tiramisu and the cannoli and the this and the that. And then she was like, that's fine. Yeah. And she and it kind of gave it was this cool idea of body image with her because it was kind of like I love that how I normally am with my body. Like, I love my curves, but like my body is by no means perfect and I hide my primaries very well and I'm Mm -hmm. you know would I love them to go away sure so I try and I'm you know I have to start that in 2019 (laughs) any day now but um, it lasted one day on like keto and no drinking (laughs) so no but I think that the key well for this and then those lines were changed and, and then I had to do a scene where I like I'm sort of not clothed but you know it's lifetime so they can't really show a ton of stuff and I forgot about it kind of I think that hopefully you have time but this one happened so fast um that I wasn't able to prepare so hopefully you have time to prepare and like work out and get ready but if it's like you're bloated or if it's like you have no time you find out what the shot is you know and you say okay so what's going to be seen so you know what part of your body and then you like work with costumes to be like okay i'd prefer like can i wear a tank top and pull down the sleeves on this yeah you know and or if you're under a cover like only person that's going to see you is the person that you're in the scene with um if it's in front of everyone you talk to costume you talk to the director um if you have to be scantily clad and you're not ready i don't know i think i've heard things about water pills don't do that i didn't tell you to um but i'm just saying <laughs> that's things i've heard about i don't mind those because those are water pills you. i've i've taken a few like before you get your period or whatever yeah. to de-blow oh really i've heard i've also heard of um putting on 
um, stopping water intake a certain, for a certain amount of days before. Yeah. Also rubbing Preparation H all over your stomach and wrapping yourself on saran wrap. Oh, yeah. Because apparently it like, like dehydrates yep. you. This sounds like crazy. And then I've no. heard, oh, you've done it? Yeah. Okay, I did it once. Yeah. Uh, but that it was for that when epic, I was though. a lot younger. Like it wasn't, no, 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 there was no, no like But this was all, I would only try things that were not... That were all like not harmful and not like I don't know I can't not eat I, I think I did that like cayenne pepper thing for three days and I was like I'm out um, bye Beyonce no yeah I couldn't do it yeah so I think that hopefully you have time to prepare and the best way is always like you know working out and eating right but then also there's body makeup like if you yeah, have like a little cottage cheesy you get you just tell your makeup artist hey so I have to do this scene later you know I'm in this is there any, can we do body makeup tomorrow or whatever for that you can cover up cellulite for that uh, I mean you can put makeup on a lot of things oh, and get God. rid of scars and bru- I have a ton of bruises they're constantly like Kellen I have no tattoos but you would think I did because all the I run into anything because I'm so la- gangly like I'm very coordinated but at this like when it's something that needs coordination like dancing or an activity but when i have to just walk in life i'm not i will run into everything everything yeah no. so i've and i bruise easy so i have bruises all over my legs. legs so they're constantly having to cover them i've got bit by a dog our first day of shooting and i've scar i had scars all over my hands ah uh, do you heal in keloids i heal in keloids no i don't i'm lucky about that lucky bitch yeah yeah, yeah speaking yeah. of bruises and healing um you made it to the just enough section we're gonna talk sports oh good <laughs> <laughs> did you watch any football this weekend? I didn't. You did. I didn't, but I knew that it was a big deal because um, I had a friend who was really rooting for the Eagles. Ugh. And yeah, Ugh. and I was I was like, wow, this person is a new friend. And I was like, wow, she's really into the Eagles. Um, my brother's super into football, so I hear about everything from him. Oh, I know that the it. Rams are, they are very good right now. And very that's, good. That's been my team. I went a few years ago when I did... Um, uh, me, myself, and I. I guess was it last year? Yeah, last year. Maybe, maybe it was last year, the year before. Um, I got to go because I was playing a um, a female NBA manager yeah. for um, the Chicago Bulls and the Lakers, and so I got like because of sports, whatever. They invited me, and also because the show, they invited me, and I went and got to do the whole VIP thing and like be on the on the floor or not the floor, the field, and I had a lot of fun. The Rams establishment is pretty cool. It's awesome. Yeah, but your team is the Giants. New York Giants. Yes, yeah. are they out? Yeah, they're out. So they were out who a while is it? Ago. It's the so right now. Okay, okay, the Eagles lost. Okay, goodbye. Sorry, to Sorry your Eagles. Bye. But I was really excited about that because I love the New York, New Orleans Saints are my at... second favorite team. Oh, New Orleans Saints. Yes, yeah. you know so I have they... a diamond necklace. Well, not a. I mean, it's not a diamond, but that's a Saints symbol because I got it from a boyfriend a long time because I like to Florida Lee and everyone asks me, "Oh, you're a Saints fan?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> my brother makes fun of me so much since I got it. Oh, I don't wear it anymore. Because Side note: the main squeeze and I are going to New Orleans the week after the Super Bowl, so we're praying oh right now gosh. that the Saints make it. So it's Pats, Chiefs, Rams, Saints. I yes, just looked it up. My brother's you. text. Thanks, I mean, Joshua can, Coleman. Joshua Coleman. Shout yes, out to Joshua Coleman. Yeah, the Pats. Well, I feel like they're in every they Super are. Bowl. They are. Well, who was it last year? This well, is bad. It's the was Patriots it Rams and the Pats? Eagles. Oh, it was the Eagles. That's why it was such a big deal that the Saints beat oh, the Eagles. But the Saints have been in a lot in the past yeah, recent They've been doing ish. really good. Chiefs, no. Kansas yeah. City, right? Um, look, look, this doesn't even say that. Really? It doesn't. I just have weird no, sports knowledge. No, like if Chiefs... someone says a team, I could probably tell you what city. For someone who doesn't watch sports, that's it's pretty great. good. That means you're good for this segment because okay, you know good. just enough. Yes. 
No, it's true. But the Saints oh, did. That's why you call it that. That's why, because I know just enough. Um, <laughs> the Saints, they weren't winning the whole like first half of the thing. And then all of a sudden, it was like, I think the biggest comeback in Saints history. Really? Against the Eagles. Yes. I feel really bad, though. If any you, of these teams look have at this picture famous of one of the Eagles guys. players just lying on the ground. Poor oh, Alshon no. Jeffrey. Oh, he let God. the ball go through his hands. No, and, then there was and that's why they lost. It was a thing. So if you have feelings, it was really tough watching that game i felt really bad it was almost as bad as watching the bears lose the week before you do watch yes i do and the rams oh they beat the cowboys that's good because i am originally from well grew up in washington dc potomac maryland are you a redskins fan i'm so i guess that was my team growing up okay but i'm really not into the name like how come they haven't changed that yet i know it's very weird i mean i Get you know it's it's not good. So yeah. but they were my team growing up. Ravens never became my team. Nope. Um, but then moving here, we had no team. So I guess it would have been the uh, Redskins always. And then um, I kind of fell in love a little bit with Patriots for a hot second because I did that show McCarthy's, which was Boston. Mm-hmm. And I was you know Joey McIntyre was like you gotta like the Pats, whatever. Um, I want to talk about Joey McIntyre. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, so it's not, it's not, it's uh, the Rams now. It's the Rams. Now. I believe it's the Rams. So are are we? I feel like we should have a bet. We should oh, put Jesus. like a Super Bowl bet as to who's actually going to oh, be in the Super God. Bowl. And I know nothing about. And anything. who do you want? So you want to see the Rams in the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl is in Atlanta, so you Ooh, know Georgia, right? Um, it's like your home roots. Well, Kind of, because North Carolina was where I spent every summer. I know. I spent I almost every there. summer there. What? Yeah, where? in the Outer Banks. Oh, I've never been. Have I been? I've been to Outer Banks once. But I went to Chapel Hill. Yes. University of North Carolina, Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I did. I do like sports. I just got so busy with acting that I could never go to any. But I did go to some basketball and games. And you also, football. you live in like a melting pot that didn't really have sports teams. And you didn't yeah. like the sports teams where you were from. Yeah, so I, well, I loved it. baseball and basketball. I mean, the, but there was the Bullets and then they changed it to the Wizards. But why didn't they change Redskins? I don't know. But um, I did see Jordan play once when he went back to the Wizards, which really? was unreal. But he was not very good at the time. No, no offense, MJ. I still love you. Um, <laughs> He's listening. So thank MJ, God he said thanks that. for listening. <laughs> Um, I was the, the fake coach or manager of the Chicago Bulls recently. No. Uh, hey. Yeah, anyway. So I think I went the Rams. Rams and um, Patriots would be fun, but then I'd have a problem. But I don't like, listen, as hot as Tom Brady is, yes. I'm going to say something not a lot of people are going to like. Okay. I can't, I can't root for that man anymore. Why? Because he supports someone that I think might be ruining the world. Oh, all right. Well, then that's it. Okay. So <laughs> does this person like fast food? Yes. <laughs> and I mean, I can say it. I'm very against uh, the president. Can yeah. I say that? Yes. Politics? You can say whatever you want. Um, listen, I love my country and I don't think he's doing it a service, but you know, everyone can have their different opinions. I respect yours. You can respect mine. That I is think mine. the reason why all of this is going on is because the pendulum for everything so, has swung so hard in so one direction. Hard. So I think we'll be all good in like five or well, six years. When someone else comes to office <laughs> and then the pendulum like yeah. i can't wait out. to see what happens um but i just yeah t- so i've unfortunately like it, tom brady's so hot and his wife is so hot and oh, they're so cool and, so but hot i don't know i just i don't think he could i think you can use he can like whoever he wants yeah but he like did it in a way that was like tricky but and then he like denied it i'm like okay just be if you do be fine but like 
I don't know. He had like a hat in his locker, like just on like strategically sitting there. It was like <laughs> is he oh, friends with Kanye. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. He can like whoever he wants, and I can like him for a sports player. He yeah. is a great athlete. Yeah. Sometimes- so you know what? If I expect people to like my work and and like the opposite political stance is me, then I should be able to like him as a football player. I've just come full circle, everyone. But like you don't, don't have like, to like him, him as a person. It's fine. I can think he's hot and a good football player. You could find you could like the Rams coach. The Rams coach is pretty cute. And young, is he? And yeah, he's <gasps> great. Yes, yeah, so there you go. I gave you a new one. Everyone listening that needs a new crush, the Rams coach. Do that. I, coach. I just know that there's a player on the what is it? Um unless he's you know Sierra, Sierra's uh, husband who's really everyone loves him because he's so nice oh russell wilson Russell Wilson is yes. he still on the he's on the seahawks seahawks yeah we're not in it i'm sure we're not be... in it but apparently he's a dope guy so oh, i've heard. I'd like to hear that yeah. oh yeah do you have any other like athlete scoop for us oh god do any i of that you've worked with have i have worked, worked with, with lebron i've worked with athletes i haven't but i do have um shout out to Jeannie bus who i okay. uh, caprio um uh, oh am i allowed to call <laughs> yeah. Your boyfriend, it's so funny. sorry, who's a friend of mine, uh, he goes with Rosenbaum, right, to games? Yeah. So I know Jeannie Buss now because I went, actually not through Rosenbaum, but through Jaleel White. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jaleel, who played, everyone knows him as Urkel. Mm-hmm. He's so much more. We were on a show together, me, myself, and I, and he knows Jeannie, and I was playing a manager of an NBA team, and so the publicity from Warner Brothers and CBS thought it'd be cool if I like went to the Lakers and saw everything, and she invited me with open arms we went we did tell the listeners who Jeannie Buss oh, is Jeannie Buss is know. I guess the owner of the um, or president of the Lakers yeah and um, her dad was as well you know used to be as well and I got to go to the new Lakers facility. I met Magic Johnson. I met the GM um, the pictures you put I'll post those pictures I, yeah I should I should um I have more too. Yeah, like wearing a ring. What was like, that like? Because it was so cool. Not She's like you awesome. were a massive, massive fan. Well, I'm a big. I am a fan of sports games, okay. of matches, of going. And when I'm there, it's like my favorite thing in the world. So I love going to basketball. I love going to baseball. I just love Hockey, going to I like, games. I haven't been to that many football except I. I was a cheerleader growing mm-hmm. up, so I danced at like the halftime of the Redskins once. Like I got chosen, like the best two dancers of a squad or whatever. That's we so had to cool. go every week and practice. And then we that would be like that. the highlight of my life. Uh, you were a cheerleader too, right? <laughs> I didn't love cheerleading. I was a cheerleader. I was too, and but I, I was don't... on like a dance team in college, ah. not cheerleading. And I like so that I sh- probably now I'm like, why did I do that? But I think it was like a very much a part of like how I grew up. My mother being like, I was a cheerleader, and I'm like, oh, I have to do that. And then I think I realized later on it wasn't me, and I kind of was seeing myself out. But I did everything. I was like, unfortunately, that girl who was like, and this student government, you know, the president or the secretary of the SGA, and I was the cheerleader, and I was in the show choir and I was in yeah. all the shows and I was the you know it's stupid and um That's not stupid I thought I had to do that but then when I got older I realized oh just be this like the art is my life you know acting and singing or dancing whatever this is like I don't need to be everything and no. that took me a while to figure out to center to focus on you know really what it was um but that's I love going to games and I danced at a football game but so Jeannie Jeannie has invited me to a Lakers game this season I really need to get on it because she's like we finally have something to be proud of yes. we have and I'm those like those tickets oh are literally god. like a thousand dollars a ticket oh god I don't want to know that but yeah I need to go I need to pick a day and and if you need someone to go with 100% my brother's like I'm gonna fly out I'm like oh god Josh why he, Josh like, to, isn't available okay I had to fly him 
from I didn't fly him he flew himself but I got him this whole <laughs> the, he came in the other Rams thing and he was like living on a cloud um but yeah so so I love going I love the Lakers I did really like the Clippers but Lakers stole me because yeah. obviously I've you know wrapped the Lakers hard now you have stories with them yeah like history it was so cool it was the coolest thing ever and I have you know we have a buddy who um has a family ties and he brought me to a game and that was really fun um Cat Thomas, Tommy is good friends with him too. Anyway. Oh, look at that! Um, so you probably could go more than you think you can. I know you're right. Yeah, you uh, can. Anyway, what were you saying? So I talk I'm, too much. No, you're fine. I want to know who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Oh fuck! I'm just going to say Rams because I have no idea. I think, yeah, you heard it here first. Kellen <laughs> I wanna, thinks Rams. I want them to win because I love them. You're going for the Rams. I'm going for the Saints. We'll see what happens. <gasps> we need Do you to think bet the something Saints on have it. Saint. I said the Saints. The Saints. To the Saints. <laughs> The Saints. I want to go to New Orleans and I've never been. You should come on Valentine's oh Day. With us. Oh yeah, that would be a great triple date. Let's just have a thruple all we the way. We were downtown Alley. Another friend of ours. We were with her a few days. Her ago. name is Downtown Alley. Yeah, we call it. Well, Alley. Oh, you mean Alley? Yeah, oh, okay. I, I was like, oh, downtown, downtown Alley because she lives downtown. Yes. Oh, got it. Downtown um, Alley. And we were talking. I owe Downtown Alley money, but she won't even ask me for it. <laughs> anyway, there she's, you go. She's great. Yeah. A little tour guide of downtown. Ten years, she's gonna be like, oh, by the way, I'm like fuck. <laughs> Can I remember you? Yes, yeah, so you could say whatever you want. Um, she, we totally had her convinced to come to New Orleans, and she was like, "Great, when are you going?" And we were like, "Valentine's Day." She was like, "Fuck no, I don't want to be your third wheel." And oh we my like, god, we've heard and I shared a room in Mexico, so we, um, I, mean, we, I think the two of you should make this happen. Yeah, we'll just be dating, and you guys can date on the other side of the restaurant. And I am we'll the meet best when wing woman. If you could find a chick that's in a relationship, <laughs> I am no threat to any of you. Also. I, I'm in a I'm a great wing woman. Oh, have for you, my guy you friends, and I? Everyone. Okay, so anyone who needs like relationship or like dating advice because we've both dated a, oh, a lot. You know, I don't really date, but I I guess I don't go like so I don't do the traditional sense that much. Okay, but I I mean as far as like dating like seeing people or hanging out with people yeah. or like having different love interests. Oh yeah. Oh, tell us about that. <sighs> <laughs> Can we just leave that to a sound? No, I, I mean. It. Listen, I think that one of the hardest places to meet people is here in Los Angeles or any place that has a industry, a Hollywood industry sort of vibe, mm-hmm. because I think people are so focused on their careers um, and also everyone's so gorgeous. Shiny and, toy objects. Yeah. It's grass is always greener. Oh, I love you, but I'm looking behind you because there's a really pretty girl behind you like or a boy or whatever. Um, there's so many hockey guys here, too. There's and yeah. So yeah. Many. Good thing I could date or I'd get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, I'd get in so much trouble. I have great gaydar, which is thanks. Thank you to all my best gay friends. Um, That's great. Or I just call them best friends because a lot of them are gay. Um, <laughs> we went to RuPaul. So we <gasps> went to you went to RuPaul's Drag Race. We went up. to the live podcast Drag yeah. Racers that is hosted by Willem from A Star Is Born. I have a question about Willem. Yes. Is wit what does Willem? Okay, so the, how do I ask this? Does Willem identify with a specific gender? I think male. But didn't Willem get a boob job? No. I heard he did, and that's why... So I can say he, right? That's pronouns. Okay, because I want to make sure I'm using correct pronouns, because that's a thing, you know, important to people now. Um, I heard he got... This is just in my head, so I get things wrong all the time, that that Willem got a, a breast augmentation... And that was a scandal of like he couldn't come back on for all stars or something because how are you a drag queen if you have boobs you and like and how are you a, you know if you're a drag queen is a man who dresses up as a woman for like career ass you know not someone who's transgender yeah 
So I we should Wait, figure that out. How do we find this I out? Because I thought Willem got a boob job. Oh my god! Was, yeah, but I hope that I'm not putting false. It didn't look like he had a boob job. Okay, at so the maybe show. that was a rumor. Maybe someone told me the wrong thing. Maybe he had one and took him out. I have no idea. Maybe, but because I thought the boobs in a Star's Born were fi- like not boob job boobs. Mm. The, that it was the he prosthetic. Was, he and um, I have met the other drag queen in that Shangela. Yeah, she's phenomenal. They're hilarious. Um, I met her because my best friend, one of my best friends who actually just texted me, that's hilarious, um, wrote a West End a musical on the West End. He did the books and lyric for what's everybody's talking about, Jamie, which Michelle, Michelle Visage uh-huh. is actually now in from RuPaul's Drag Race. Michelle, Michelle that's Visage. That's so cool. And she's playing the teacher. And that's she is a woman. Um, she's one of the judges. And my friend or I guess Shangela saw it and thought it was amazing and wanted to meet him so when he moved over here we went to like one of her like drag race nights at Mickey's that bar on San Santa Monica mm-hmm. and we went and like met her and hung with her and I was on vocal rest <laughs> I was on vocal rest at the time because I had to do a, a pilot the next day an animation pilot and I lost my voice and so I was like basically signed like signing to her and her like agent or manager it was really weird because we were in a loud club and i couldn't talk because it was too loud Mm -hmm. and and i told my friend i was like i can't go out tonight i can't talk and he was like well just don't if it's loud just don't talk um and i didn't and it was super weird she must she must not remember because i mean i have a picture actually oh no she probably remembers it was the weird one i remember the picture i look way like she looks so much prettier than me (laughs) And I, was the, like, yeah. never, I was like, I'm never posting this. That's always how it is when you stand next to a drag queen. They're I mean, really? stunning. 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 And have all the moves. Yes. Well, so you went to a live hard. podcast. Yeah, we went to the live podcast and it was funny because we went. I have a friend who's been on this before, Ralph Tedesco, who's writing something for Willem. And so all the oh, producers, wow. I was with all like the straight guys that were with like their girlfriends or like some of the producers yeah. and writers are gay and like really fun, but also not like. Not like just like f- fangirling mm-hmm. out about it because mm-hmm. they're like working. So we were all kind of just sitting on the side and it was epic to watch all the boys take it in. Wow. They loved it though. It was fun. I'm, I am very into that, to the whole culture. I like everyone and everything. So anything that's different, I love it. I and mean, you like theater and oh it's very theatrical. Man, it's so theatrical. So, I want to be a drag queen. I do too. And that's <laughs> just why. Just pretend to be a man. Yeah. Like, hey honey. <laughs> How are you doing? And then I like, have my face beat up and pretend I'm a guy being pretending to be a girl. It'll be great. Let's write it. I'm done. Let's I'm done. or just improv it. I'm done and, and we done. could do it in front of the, the lovely ring light you have. That's what it's called. I, I was like, it. I don't even know what it that's is. It's a called. ring and it's a light and I love it. I want to get to your roots because okay. this is what's your jersey, aka where are you from? How you did you get segments. to be? It's so professional. Thank you. Yeah, I think you might be the hundredth episode. So. <gasps> a hundred, hundred. Oh, we Hundo. have to make it more juicy. Let's talk about something really racy soon. Yeah, but anyway, well, we're I want get there. to. Okay, but wait, hun- okay, where's what's my jersey? So yeah, we already talked a little bit. You were yeah. born in Tennessee, but you grew up yes, Potomac, Maryland. So I moved when I was like four or five because my dad is a bluegrass or was is was a bluegrass he's musician, a Grammy winning. He's musician. won a, he's won a bunch. I think he's won like four. I don't remember know the exact number because I, I don't know he doesn't really talk about it before and then nominated for like tennish. Um, what was that like growing well, up? Like? Well, I don't know because it was just all I knew, and it's not you know bluegrass music isn't necessarily <laughs> fame inducing. Do you so, love Taj Mahal? Um, you know, my dad does. I haven't listened much to Taj Mahal, um, but I do know a lot of That's my bands dad's that are older. Favorite. Really, his favorite song is "Gone Fishing" or "Fishing." Oh, hey, <laughs> my my dad definitely knows Taj Mahal, um, but I 
he he grew I, when I grew up he was playing with a guy named Doc Watson for the mm-hmm. first part of my life who's the like pioneer flat picking guitarist he was an amazing musician kind of like Appalachian Mountains Appalachian Mountains like um, Americana folk you know like that um, yeah. bluegrass and then um, he switched bands and we moved and his new band was based out of Alexandria Virginia and he was in a band called The Seldom Scene and then a band called Chesapeake but he still produced and played on Doc's albums Doc was also blind that's why he's like even more amazing because he would be amazing if he could see and then he couldn't so it's even more amazing and him and his son played and my dad played with them but um we moved and I grew up in Maryland but spent every summer in North Carolina with my dad's mom and dad who I call granny and pa and I spent every summer there and with my twin cousins Anne and Elizabeth and my aunt Patty and uncle Jean and my grandparents lived on Coleman street and across from them was my grandpa's sister Liv was their last and, name Coleman and they lived on Coleman yeah, so basically street. what happened was my papa my my grand my pa's dad he had how he you know they weren't like wealthy or anything this is just like southern like country kind of um in Maiden, north carolina and then they lived in a house and he had like seven kids and as each kid grew up they were like built like by hand a house like on the land so like became a street of everybody brothers and sisters living next to each other that's cool it's so southern and um <laughs> so my dad grew up all of his best friends and his playing mates like on the street were his cousins and his like his one of his best friends was his uncle who was not because he was the his uncle was the youngest and my pa was the oldest oh, okay. so it was like you know his name was junior anyway um so like my dad's best friends growing up were you know his family and uh which is really interesting if you think about it, to like to grow up that way because that doesn't really happen that no. much anymore so yeah spent every summer there and then went to college in north carolina because i loved it so much and then did my first i was did i was studied abroad in england for like six weeks three weeks in london three weeks in oxford after i graduated to finish up then went back to maryland Were you always theatrical though like where yeah. did this come I, from i knew I, what i wanted to do since i was born I, I guess i can't remember a time when i didn't want to do it um acting or singing um i thought i was gonna be a singer first but um with singing like my voice is very raspy and it's because of the quality of my vocal cords which is not bad it's good but there's there's specific um like ways in which they're shaped or formed or you know there's specific things with them that if I wanted to go like on I could uh, easily do you know a movie that's a musical or being a recording artist but as far as like going on a tour or um being on Broadway eight shows a day eight shows a week sorry I would have to do some serious work you know on on the cords um on the training which I haven't done in a while, but you know, I could have done that, but where it was going, I was like, Oh, I'd always act and sang and dance and done all of that. And acting was just as important. It was kind of like whatever happens first yeah. and the acting happened first and I've gotten to sing through it, but would like to a lot more and use that. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, that's always what I wanted to do, I guess. And I'd love I to hear you sing little... Black Velvet at karaoke. You know what's funny is that I that was one of the suggested songs for I guess the first time I went in one of the first times I went in for Disney I went in for Frozen and when I went got to producer level and went like in the studio they wanted something like Black Velvet. The only thing about Black Velvet is it's super belting high yeah and my voice yeah. is pretty low so if I go up I'm going to be in my head voice uh-huh. but she belts you know really high in that song so, so but i think i sang respect aretha franklin instead i mean i just lowered the key i could sing black velvet if i lowered the key i feel like that would be... velvet. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean that was, that really was great bad and with some tequila that's even better all, you know what is my go-to karaoke i think it's like 
if I'm tr- if I hate karaoke because I, I hate think people karaoke try too, too hard and it's I so hate embarrassing. It when they try hard. I think karaoke Ooh, is for cringe. rapping. You can rap yes, during karaoke. I do any Kamozi hot stepper. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Come the hot step up. I'm ready to go gangsta. Turn her up. Yes. Yeah, everyone loves that. that. Or if I'm gonna like try a little bit but still have fun, mm-hmm. I'll do Amy Winehouse. Oh. But not like I'm sitting there and I'm all serious and I'm like, you know, it's, it's Valerie. Fun. So it's like fun it's and fun. you know. Also I like um I like to do Lauren Hill. What is that one? It's been three weeks and you've been looking oh that thing because I can do the whole first part of the rap. And you get to you get to rap and I can and sing, sing a tiny bit and be uh, like, Oh yeah, I can do this, but <laughs> But I can't stand it when you look it up there and really, really When it's try. American Idol. Oh, it's a freaking no, mess. thank you. Don't it, do that. I don't that. get embarrassed for myself. I think that's one of the good reasons I can do what I do. But I I get so embarrassed for other people that I just cringe. I it's get cringe. It's supposed to be fun. It's Ooh, not it's supposed, supposed to be a talent show. Exactly. No, for sure. So you you were acting. You were yeah. studying the arts in college, too. Yes. So, you were. Yeah. And then I, ever since I was younger, like we had really good choral programs in my schools and really good theater programs. But right when I got to high school, the guy left to go be a professor theater professor because he was so good um went to work at a college so then we kind of didn't have i don't know i'm not going to say that the teacher wasn't great there she was but i didn't really have an acting class i took a directing class i think in high school i didn't take an acting acting class until college and it was my first real class i'd always just done it alone like in my room and you know like i would play out scenes with myself you know this sounds really weird because there was like kiss marks all over my mirror but it wasn't because i was practicing kissing it was because i was doing like scenes with myself and then they always ended in a big passion it was a little girl but my parents must have thought what the heck is this girl doing that's making hilarious i would you know be doing these love like oh darling i can't believe you know like just i was always doing it and i learned so much by watching my entire life um i'm just kind of like i'm almost like an impressionist but i haven't really done a lot of i'm just like i take it in and then i can do it uh or regurgitate you know, it you're like of. a quiet observer yeah and i do do some impressions i've never had to but yeah so it's what are your favorites oh god um I'm not going to tell you. No. I do want, the one I like, the one that I can do, even though I don't know if you'll hear it, if you can't see it, it's Drew Barrymore and it's two words. But I haven't done it in so long, so I don't know if it will work. <laughs> Thank you. It's oh. so great to be here. I really enjoy being an ET with... It was great. Thank you. I'm on a show now. I can't do it anymore. But did you, did you see it a little bit? In your a little face. bit. It's it's yeah. It's you have to see my face, and it's the where you put your tongue. Oh anyway, my god! I almost I don't. I haven't done it so long. I haven't done it so long. That was amazing. Could you hear it a little? You, you can see people it. at home. Oh, you can it? you can see it. People Wait. at home are gonna be like, no. It's really good. You should do more impressions. Oh, yes, immediately. So how the fuck did you get to L.A.? So I so I guess after I was in England. So I'd been hit by a car when I was a <laughs> singer. Uh, there you go. Drop that ball. What? Uh, when I was in college, graduation weekend, I was saying goodbye to a gentleman uh, who wanted me to go home with him. And I was a good girl. Uh, boring. So I wouldn't. No, that's not why. I was t- clearly kissing him. Goodnight. I was totally making out. And we were making out at the, like across saying goodnight. And I just like wasn't super into him. So I didn't want to, you know, go any more into that. My friends were waiting for me across the street. Um, someone was going to drive us home. They were sober. And um, we... Uh, I walked across in the crosswalk, but at Ch- Carolina, there was a place called Timeout, which was like a famous, fo- it was named after a famous photo of someone like calling a timeout or something. And um, that's where you get all like the soul food late at night, you know, home cooking. So I was walking across and I guess a drunk driver was pulling out from there out into the street. There's now a 
a stoplight there because I think I was the last person who was hit there. There was I was not the first. Ooh. And a drunk driver ran into me. Like I went up on the windshield. My shoes were across the street. I actually, this is embarrassing, and I'm not afraid to say it. I peed my pants. I knew you were going to say that. I did. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't know because I guess when you go into shock, your body takes over and fight or flight. And like, because my wind was knocked out of me, so I was trying to get up. I was like, <gasps> I couldn't breathe. And I and I'm the weirdo who. Like you couldn't feel it because I was in shock. I couldn't feel any of the pain. So I was trying to get up and thank goodness the cops were my witnesses because they were over at the restaurant and they were like, stay down, stay down. And because, you know, if I'd broken like my spine, which I did, but if I'd broken it in a severe way, like my neck or something, um, they would have, you know, basically I would have hurt myself by trying to move worse. So they were telling me to stay down and. I didn't feel anything, I think, until the next day. They actually sent me home from the hospital saying that I was so lucky that I had actually had a drink in my system because it made it so that I didn't stiffen up when I got hit. I, like, yeah. you know, was very, I guess, limber. Um, but then I didn't even know that I had, like, my bladder, all that, until my friend was like, I said, oh, I think I have to go to the bathroom. She's like, Kellen, are you sure? And I'm like, why? She's like, well, well, we have to get you out of these clothes. And I'm like, oh, what happened? And I was like, what? But I'm the idiot because I was trying to make everyone think I was, you know, reassured when I was okay. So I was making jokes and I was like naming people. I was like radiology Rob and Scooter was the guy in the ambulance. And, and I was making jokes and I, they found my, they found my phone and brought it to me so I could call my friend who's across the street. And she like, I remember her head like coming to the view because I had to look straight up and I was like, look at me, I'm a robot. And I was like doing this because <laughs> I didn't know I was in such pain. Yeah. I actually had to go over to the arch rival to Duke to actually get a real assessment of what was wrong with me and that's when I found out so when I got back for England I had to get back in shape because I had been not able to work out I'd been like on painkillers you know sitting in England having some pints writing you know English papers um, or Shakespeare papers and I had to get in shape so I spent a lot of time I'd had a man I had had a manager uh, that I got with senior year of college because she sent she had come from LA and was living in North Carolina and then like sent a email to the professors at Carolina being like, I'm ready. You know, I want to audition people for pilot season for LA and um, I'm looking for clients now. I'm I'm getting back in the business. So if you have anyone that's ready or right, let me know. I was one of the people that submitted. I auditioned for her. She was like, who is this? Who are you? I want to manage you. She was a little redhead. She was basically, (laughs) um, she was a, a lovely woman from Long Island uh, who had been in LA for a while and then been in North Carolina for a bit and she ended up being my manager I was like who is this lady then a week later during spring break I was here like meeting with you know the head of casting for CBS the head of casting for NBC and I was like okay she's the real deal and these people were like when are you moving here we think you're great you know obviously you're young you're green but we want to watch you and we want you yeah. to. And so I lied, of course. And I was like, oh, I'm coming here right after college because they didn't need to know. It's, it's you know, fake it till you make it. So it's like, I didn't know if I was going to New York or LA. So when I got back from London, I'm talking so fast because I'm trying to fit it in. So I'm like, this is all my Sorkin work, really fast talking. Um, so I come back and I I'd go, okay, where am I going? New York, LA. I got to get in shape. I'm in the gym. I have a go, go to North Carolina, have a meeting with her. And just be like, I'm coming to you. Let Because I was like, what is she doing? What's happening? There's nothing happening. So I went to have a meeting, found out there's like someone she knows is producing a movie that's in North Carolina. They weren't going to let me in to audition. It took her so long to get me an audition. Finally, she did. But by that time, that means I had to drive to Wilmington, which is like two and a half hours away by the next morning, have a resume, have um, have a headshot and read the script and learn the lines by the next morning. 
So I stayed up all night doing that. My brother like faked my um, headshot. He like edited it and like made me a fake, you know, and I made a resume with like basically only theater stuff on it and then um, learned my thing and went and I ended up, they were like, we want her to, I came home or went back to Chapel Hill. They said, oh, we want her to come back for a bigger part. So I had to go back and then I ended up having to stay in town because I was going to be a local hire mm-hmm. and that's how I was going to get in you know, the door. So by the end of, you know, I was just staying, sleeping in a bed with my friend at Chapel Hill, um, in her apartment, she was a year under me, was my old roommate. And by the time it was like days went by and I'm just chilling, hanging out. Cause I was afraid I had to drive all the way four and a half hours back to DC. And then I'd find out. So I ended up getting, finding out, I got a part in this Ben Stiller, Jason Schwartzman, Anna Kendrick movie, which no one has seen for sure. Cause it got what buried. Movie. It's called the Mark P's experience. And you'll see little baby fat cheeked Kel. Um, it's like definitely all my like college weight is on there. And I play like, there's a high school in the movie and they're putting on a musical and Ben Stiller is the choral director and director of the musical and I'm the stage manager and so my first job I was like getting to be his like sidekick and he actually was one of the people who was like what are you doing after this and I'm like oh I'm going to LA and he's like when let me know call my office here's the number and I'll set you up a meeting and he actually did and he they sent me he sent me a meeting with UTA he was it was so nice of him um that's so cool yeah and he was one of the people and then the producer of that movie helped me and then my manager obviously so after I did the movie um my manager and I ended up coming out here for meetings and we're you know a week of meetings starting in like a week and a half or two weeks then by the end of it I had an agent and another little job I went home filled like and filled up my suitcase you know brought another one never really moved just like brought suitcases back stayed in a friend's like staying here we were staying in a hotel and I was lucky that I got hit by a car because that money helped me be able to pay because I had to pay for her also to stay and I didn't have a lot of money so but somehow I was using that money to help me start here and my parents thank goodness who if this was happening now like couldn't have you know it was like it's just timing and um, it was mostly that money from the accident um, because I didn't end up going letting the trial go to court because traveling back and forth you know because I was hit by a drunk driver and obviously that's a legal issue but having to go all the way back and forth to North Carolina while I was here being a server and trying to make a career and trying to audition would have been a nightmare so like kind of that was still going on if I was going to go to court my parents were like spotting me because they knew that that money was coming so I ended up you know paying for it but having the manager here with me and then I ended up staying when I came back in a best friend's apartment in Palms which is by Culver City. He was out of town, my best friend from college, and it was so shit. But he, yeah, he really helped me. And then I got my first apartment in August. So that was like June or June or July. Or I stayed, I came out June, end of June. I got an apartment or I stayed in my friend's apartment in July. And then I got my own apartment with someone from college in August. And that is how I got here. That's amazing. It was way longer than you were anticipating. Oh. <laughs> I love these stories. I feel like it's inspiring it's interesting. to hear how you got it's here. how people get here. And, and then, you know, I worked my ass off yeah. and uh, I, I was here and then the writer's strike happened. Yeah. You and, and I kind of moved here at the same time. Though. Really? Yeah, I 2007? Yeah. It's and, like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, And then, great, you know, and I nothing. had a great agent, everything. And people, I mean, he, he was he was very sneaky. It's still the same agents. I'm very loyal. And so he would send me around to all these meetings and they would like report back to him. He even wrote Jason Schwartzman an email because he knew his brother and was like, what do you think of this girl? Thank God for Jason. Thank you, Jason. I haven't seen him in years, but he gave me a good review. Um, and he sent me to these great casting directors who I still know now, and they all reported back. And then that's you know how he knew to sign me. And um, I went with him. And then 
um, there was the writer strike, and I was like, I I need a I don't know what to do. And he was like, I'll, I'll get you a job. He didn't get me the job, but he definitely got me set up with a meeting at a bar where I ended up working for many many years. Where um, the Sky Bar. Oh, at Mondrian, eighty four forty sunset, um, <laughs> and it was they were Kendra who doesn't work there anymore. Kendra I Cole, know Kendra. she was so good to me, and Laura Modica and Scott. Where does Scott? Laura Modica, I think is is she back here? She's in New York. I don't know. And then Scott works with the Houston Brothers now, which yeah. is friends of mine. Yeah, I love the Houston Brothers. Um, they just opened that place in Vegas, and they, they did. did. I want to go party. They I, texted me about Gaga, and I was like, oh, I want to go. What? Yeah, we should go together. I, I would love to. Yeah, we I can should go. go to New Orleans and then go there. We can. What's New, oh, I mean, right? <laughs> no, I, we could go to any of that stuff. I love Johnny and Mark. They're they're good dudes. And they're they're awesome. so good at what they do. But yeah, so they were really good to me, and they let me like leave when I needed to. I mean, it was hard. I have to get people to cover my shifts and stuff. But I was. It would be weird working, and then someone coming up to me being like, "You know who you look like?" And I'm like, "Oh, who?" And they're like, "That girl in the newsroom." I'm like, "Oh yeah, great. W- would you like um, a mojito?" Yep. Or someone being like, "Aren't you Dwight's girlfriend in the office?" I'm like, "Yeah, uh, vodka soda." And I, but I couldn't leave. I would such. I was so afraid that like, what if my career stopped all of a sudden, or what if I didn't have money, or you know, it was just I. I didn't feel stable enough. And then my Kendra ended up making me quit. Kind of. She brought me in her office and she was like, "Listen, you don't need this." I was like, "But I do." What if? What if she's like, "You're here like once a month. You leave. You come in." like you don't need this take a bet on yourself take a chance on yourself and I it's crazy to think that I was doing such good stuff already and I was not able to do that for myself and she did that I actually should send her a thank you card she was like you got to and I haven't had to have thank goodness another job since but you know this career is long and up and down and crazy and I'm just so that's like a big um it's great that, you know, when you can, when you can figure that out, but it's also, if I had something that I love to do at the same time, like that would be so fun. Cause I have so many hours where I'm like, I would love to have a hobby. What like keeps you fulfilled in between gigs? Honestly, I spend a lot of time with friends because they're, you know, your chosen family. And I realize that, you know, when things get rough, I have a great family and I love them, but there's, you know, you get older and certain things happen and family members get sick and you have a lot of stress. And so like your friends are your chosen family. And I spend a lot of time with them. I love going, like I said, to events, like whether it be concerts, sporting events, you know, like weird, uh, festivals, you know, uh, things on the weekend. I just love all sorts of things like that. I've also taken up my grandma hobby is now cross stitching. That's right. It's so sexy. <laughs> I feel like you could I'm do so that. good at it. I want to show you pictures. No one will be able to see these. No. But they you are should make so like funny pillows good. and stuff. Um I make so my first one I did was for my gay best friends and it says homo sweet homo instead of home sweet home. Oh my God. Yes. It's very Sell good. These, please. And I have one. This is supposed to, this is like a tattoo um, and it's supposed to say mom, but it says Lars because that's my friend's dog. Wow. You did that. Yeah. And then I have a Frida Kahlo. I mean, that was not my best. But like, no, but that's, I mean, I couldn't here's, sit down here's my and do Frida that. Kahlo. Oh, Frida's good. Yeah, I like she, that. She looks like she has a mustache. And then, <laughs> um, but my really, my good one is the um, home sweet homo. I've done a few. I did my brother. I did a, um, may the force be with you with two lightsabers. Ooh, yeah, he's a huge Star Wars. He's a geek. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I um have some questions Go that ahead. listeners wrote in. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for actors who have been here for a little bit and maybe didn't 
do like a movie with like someone and like right. get introduced right. like had what a have different you start. yeah had a different start like what have you seen that actually works for people yeah. i thought that it used to be um casting workshops yeah but those and, aren't really but those around are now. not no they like became illegal or something yeah i think there are certain things that you can still do that are like that i'm not quite sure what those are i think that definitely you should be in class if you're not working i think working is class and if you're not in class be in class because that's how you meet people Mm -hmm. that's how you meet someone who's making a short and you make a short and then you never know who sees it and then i think constantly being engaged in your craft um and what you do is important so whether it's being in a class being doing theater and i know it's la and people will say oh there's no good theater here. There, I've seen some good shows here, and there are opportunities. And even if it's just exercising your muscle, it's worth something. There's a lot um, more happening. Yeah, also. and in New York, there's definitely good stuff. So class, being in a production, being in shorts, you know, look on for USC. Um, you know, the the film students there are making stuff to be in one of those. Also, um, you know, if you have to tug and ask a friend if you know you're good and your friend has seen you, I, I always I always like to add would would think that when people ask me I like when people ask me that I've seen their work Mm -hmm. because it's more credible and they know that I think they're good and then I'm more willing to go on on the limb for them and like if I am in the place to I will say hey to my agents or my manager at the time whoever I have this friend they're really good would you be willing to meet them I've been told no many times and sometimes they've said yes Um, so you know don't be afraid to ask for it but don't do it you know make sure you're doing it in a non-creepy way. And I've had friends who are really just social climbers and, and gross networkers. And it just feels so dirty when they do it. And then I've had people who are genuinely so talented and would only asking because they know, you know, that they, they're good people and they just know that they deserve a shot. Um, it's just all about how you say things, I think. Um, so, nudge people be in class you know make stuff whether to play and also improv classes if you're if you're funny that's definitely a way in if you're not funny that's a way to learn timing that's just a people skill and like a life skill i think everyone should take an improv class at one point yeah i think that um it definitely opens you up to new things um you book a lot I do. So, I see it's funny because I think I don't, but I know that I do compare it to a lot. I think it's, you're always at a place where you want to be on the next level. Yeah. And I don't know if that ever stops because I heard recently my friend is now playing the new, uh, well, actually, he's playing a big part. And I just realized that if I say this, then people know who it is and then it could get him in trouble. So never mind. Okay. He's playing a big part and he's working with a giant actor who he, he said to me, I think Kellen, it never ends because I was telling him the same sort of story. And he go, and I go, what do you mean? He goes, oh, well, this person said to me, like was complaining about I just don't know if I'm gonna like get a job and I was like what that person is like uber famous so I think that no matter what level you are you know it's there and I think that well what was your question your question was oh yeah I didn't finish oh my god you didn't finish because I'm just a nightmare (laughs) well no people so the question is what have you noticed that creates like the magic in the Uh, room or like a big don't to do or like anything from being in the room a lot and actually booking like any constant through line that you can I think that know that this is your time this is your um it's your time to show them who you are, what you can do. I think that as much as you can stay true to yourself and who you are and as comfortable as you can be, and I know it's really hard because people get nerves. I used to get them so bad that I had a manager at the time who told me 
that Julie Roberts would listen to music and not talk to anyone in the room in the waiting room before she went in. So I used to do that. And my thing was like, Oh, Julie Roberts standing. <laughs> but like, cause I would get psyched out if I talked to people now for me, what gets me to feel like a normal human being is I talk to people and realize these are other good people. And I don't, you know, if it's her job, it's her job. It's my job, my job. And I, you know, knowing a lot more people when you go in as far as like actors that oh, I've known yeah. for a long time, so a lot of the same it's senior people. old friends. And it's like, I'm not the type of person who's going to be like, Oh my God, I don't want her to get it. I'm the type of person like, Oh my God, break, break a leg. Like you're so great. You're just perfect for this. You know, like I'm just someone who wants, I want everyone to do well and I want people to get to jobs no matter whose job it is. And I think it's better to support each other and, and come from a place of like, we're all humans and this is what we do. And this is, yes, what we love to do, but I don't want to be someone just, I don't know that I, that I look at and go, Ugh, I never want to be that type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it helps me to be grounded. And what grounds me is to, you know, obviously breathe. If I have to listen to music and pump myself up before fine. Um, I, it's different things at different times. It used to be not talking to anyone. Now it's talking to people and remembering that it's all just a thing, odd, a weird thing we're all doing. We're all in it together. Um, in the room, being comfortable knowing that these people you know remember like yes they're the powers that be but they are still people they all still go to the bathroom like you do they put on their pants one leg at a time um you want to work with them but they also like they're looking oh do i want to work with her but also do you want to work with them like it's you know don't be snotty about it and you're not better than them but this is for both of you to, to, to engage in a working relationship and kind of believe you're the shit because if no, they don't, at least you will, but do it in a way that's not gross again <laughs> and, you know, be humble, have a, hum, a, a humble but confident. And then I always, and I've always done this, and I think I've had one bad feedback in a room, thank goodness. I mean, maybe more that I don't know about, but one that I know about in 12 years, um, which I wanted to send the lady uh, an apology note, but my agents were like, don't do it. And this was just because I had had a, a family problem that day, and I was speaking to this person in my family, and I got very upset. And I shouldn't have gone in the room. I even told someone that I shouldn't have gone gone in the room, or shouldn't go in the room. They said, no, 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 you'll be fine. You always do. You're a champion. And I went in and I shouldn't have gone in and I kind of was like a, a ball of nervous kind of wackiness. Mm-hmm. And, but that was a, fa- that was a, an extreme, but what I usually do, um, is I will ask for any adjustments. I, it's your time, right? So some jobs I've gotten because, you know, they could have taken what I did and be like, thank you. And you leave, but I, I do it. And then I go, is there any, um, would you like to make any adjustments or there's a certain way to say it? Like, would you like to make any changes or can I try anything? And it's again, how you say it. Sometimes I don't even get the whole sentence out. It's like a hand gesture. And I go, would you like to make any, and I do this like kind of like turning a knob thing. (laughs) And, um, and sometimes I'll be like, no, that was great. Thank you. Or they'll be like, no, that was actually perfect. Or they'll be like, no. And you're like, okay, they can ask my D (laughs) or, or they go, um, or they say, yes, 100%, let's do this. And then you know they're into it. Or I've actually had the circumstances of, um, yeah, I guess. Uh, like where they like tossed me a bone, yeah. like giving me a favor. <laughs> and then I've had where it didn't do any good. Or I've had the, the experience where they went, yeah, that was, that, that was actually it. O- okay, uh, can we do the next scene? And then they like changed their mind completely. That's cool. And so I think that there's a way to do it. 
that one bad experience, I did it, but I did it obsessively and badly and like with a hyper energy. And so don't do it like that. Um, (laughs) but I think if you do it the right way and are just saying, you know, this is my job, I'm an actor. You can't know what they're thinking. You can't know what you're going to give them. You can try and assume and give them what you think they want, Mm -hmm. but also what's true to you and your choices. But a lot of the time, you know, it's not what they're thinking. They're different people than you. So I really appreciate the people that when you don't have to ask and they go, okay, okay, let's try it like this. And then you don't even have to ask them if they want something because they know that they're directors or they're producers and you're an actor and they can give you direction. You can take it because that's what actors do. That's our job. And, but if they don't let us try that, then how do they know if we can? Right. So I think it's important. I think it's asking for the ability to be an actor, you know, and not a mind reader. My necklace just broke, so I had to take it off. Oh, no. If you heard a jangle. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't care. I, I think it was, it was on its way out. Um, someone wanted to know if you have any cool stories about being Dwight's girlfriend. Oh, my geez. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I do. He was... On the office. On case. the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I played uh, Dwight Schrute's uh, lady friend for a little bit on the office. Um, I think four episodes. And, the you know, the best... Uh, episode of course was the one I started on which was the wedding episode which was Niagara part one and two which is two different ones and uh Rain Wilson is a very lovely man he is um was lovely to work with he's very smart he went to NYU um theater school was it grad I think it was grad school maybe not and so he's very he's a very professional actor he's very eccentric he's very um he takes it very seriously but he's clearly really good and brilliant. And um, and Steve Carell was really quiet when I first met him and, and so nice. And those are the people I had my first scenes with. Um, there's just stories about like, oh, you know, that line was mine or that line was an improv or that was a funny scene. Like there's a funny blooper. And I think it's on the Internet or it's on I think it's on maybe a, a DVD, too, where I'm coming out of his room, I guess. And it was like the first day of shooting, maybe. Maybe not. And I'm coming out of his room at, you know, in the wedding episodes. I I guess I had spent the night, as you'd say. And Michael walks up and there's a blooper that I didn't even remember. And I saw it. I was like, oh, where... I said I, something like, oh, I guess I'll see you later. And I'm like so young. And he's like, yeah, you will. And I went, yeah, I will or something. And he like smacks my ass. <laughs> and then I walk away and I didn't even, I just went, like, I, I don't, I think my face was just went, oh, and I didn't break at all. I'm so proud of myself. But both men, like, really just lost it after that just there like they just couldn't take him seriously because he just smacked a girl's ass who was a actress and that was okay because we were playing characters it was yeah. not off scene you know that was, wasn't a me too moment. it was not a me too moment because it's <laughs> in the scene and i was we talked about like you know what's whatever but it was very much like they couldn't take him seriously because he did it you know was that so was funny. sort of his character because with mike with me he was very sexual i don't know if he was with other people but yeah but the lines like it's just insider essence, stuff God. yeah inside, <laughs> right. insider stuff like the line um universal donor that's because that's about me because i'm universal donor there was a line of he asked me all of a sudden he started asking questions in the episode happy hour and he started being like um are you vegetarian and i had to answer like random and so i was like no i like meat and i tried to make it like sexual and then um i think there was another one that really funny that i made up i don't know but stuff like that is always interesting to people um everyone wants to know Either a cool story about Big Little Lies and how you got Uh, it or filming it uh, or anything about the upcoming season. So upcoming season, you know, they were way more um, secretive about um, 
this season than the first. Um, I don't know much because not a lot of people came back from the supporting cast. Only a few. You know, we kind of just came back to like support it uh, again because, you know, uh, I was free at the time and and I'm sure other people would have been like, nah, I don't want to do this. But I, I was like, yes, OK, please. Because I liked I like being on set. It's one of my favorite things to do ever. And um, I'm not even sure what parts will make it in. It could be like, where's Kellen? Or it could be because we I improvised a lot because the the uh, new director was um, really funny on oh, I'm blanking her name, Andrea. Arnold, it can't be Andrea Arnold. It's oh, I'm blanking, and she's English, and she's so great, and she's directed like she directed Transparent, a lot of very good like drama comedy sort of things, and so she let us improvise a lot, and That's so awesome, yeah. So we'll see. Oh gosh, I almost broke your table. You're fine. So we'll see what parts of that are in, but no, this year was really fun because it was kind of just like hanging out with everyone, yeah, and um. I hang out a lot with Shailene this year, who I love, and I wish we could hang out all the time. Um, I met her boy, her boyfriend at the time. I'm not sure, you know, whatever. But gosh, uh, he's he was lovely. Um, she's stunning in person. Oh, she's she's just like really pretty, but like such a normal girl, uh-huh. which is very cool. Zoe's obviously the coolest person ever. <sighs> Uh, you know, I wish these people were my best friends. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to tell you they're not. Oh, um, okay. No, I hung and I love Laura Dern is like, oh my God, I really, I'm waiting for my t-shirt. I love her daughter so much. Her daughter ended up, we just like threw her and just, her daughter was like in this uh, giant like birthday party for Amabella, Laura's daughter. And in the first season, she had a birthday party and this season she has a birthday party. And Do then people this one, show up to this one? Well, who? What do you mean? I feel like people her daughter, show up. Yeah, they yeah, show yeah. up. Okay. So there's both sides are there because, you know, we've made up. Uh, yes. So there's everyone's cool with each other at this point. Yes. So we're all at the, it's like a disco themed party and they had the actual, the people that, that do disco inferno, burn, mm-hmm. baby, burn. That's not my singing voice. Don't worry. Uh, they had those people like the real guys. I forget their name there and that was pretty fun everyone's in crazy disco outfits oh my god so i mean when the coal walks on i'm like really that's your outfit you're gorgeous and like reese looked out everyone looked amazing um but laura's real daughter and you know she's uh, the um her daughter is just so cool and she ended up being like my little buddy and so Lord be like she should just play your daughter in this I'm like great so all of a sudden it, I had different like kids every scene and because they didn't have the same kids as last time so then at one point if you see me walking out of the party if they show that and I have uh, like a teenage girl with me it's because it's Laura Dern's actual daughter so cool. at Jaya Harper. And does she look like Laura? She doesn't. And her dad's Ben Harper. Yeah. And she, I don't know who she looks like, but she's gorgeous and such a cool kid. All and these such like cool musician, highbred kids, know, including but the you. Thing is she's also, well, I'm not really <laughs> between you. My dad's that didn't help me at all. No one knew who I was, and, you know, but, Damn it. but she's, um, helps me in the bluegrass world, but that's about it. But, but she, she's such a normal kid and she's so nice. And it was just, a pleasure to see that and see that like you know you can grow up in this environment and be and she was you know she told me she was giving me this um feel the or fear the feel fear the dern or feel the dern like instead of feel the burn i don't know there were some t-shirts what is that it was something that hbo was doing and then they made shirts and then they were going to give me one but the girl ended up not working that day i was so not the daughter not jaya but uh their like assistant or something anyway it was really fun um and it was just way more, for some reason, this season was way more, like, I got to spend a lot more time with the main um, ladies, and and it was a nice, you know, bonding um, thing that I really enjoy. They're all really good women, and um, 
I'm excited to see uh, what the season is. I mean, Miss Meryl Streep is on it, which I did not get to meet. I was also out of town for the party, mm-hmm. the rap party, and I so I didn't get to go. But I heard she wasn't there, so I wasn't super. I mean, I was sad because everybody was there, but my uh, Miss uh, Miss Streep wasn't there. Did so. you get to do any scenes with PJ Byrne? PJ, do you know PJ? PJ is a good family friend. He officiated my cousin Will's wedding. No, yeah. Oh, because he's Jersey. Yeah, yeah. PJ so is a good friend with what? Will, my cousin. Yeah, I love Mia PJ Byrne. He's in everything too. He, you guys are. He is in everything. 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 I am a joke. Even like Green Book. Everything. I'm watching. I'm like, there's PJ again. Green Book. Yes. He's oh my in, god. Yeah. J- PJ is literally in everything. everything. He is the nicest guy. He's um, and his wife is amazing. He actually tossed me a bone in this one because he was, you know, he's back playing the principal. And he knows what I can do. And he was like, he kind of kept throwing me lines at from the stage when he's giving the speech when all the parents are upset about something. And he kept throwing it to me. And that, so like, you know, the director like finally was like, you're very funny. And I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, like she one day she's sitting next to me. She's like, I was just thinking about how funny you are. She's like, yeah, I thought about that this morning. And I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, very funny. And I was like, oh, it's because of PJ. <laughs> no, PJ's great. And then, like, I have a big, cute thing with Disney. Like, I'm obsessed uh, with the parks. My family is a whole family thing. And him and his wife were taking his two daughters, mm-hmm. like, right after we shot. So, like, they called me one day. And I, like, gave them a full rundown on speakerphone of, like, okay, first you go here. And then you get this fast pass. And then you run here. And I gave him. So he's a good, he's just very funny. He's a good dude. He has some really funny speeches in this in this season, I hope in this season. I love it. That but I really liked. Happy. I really liked working with everyone. It was fun. It was a good time. I don't know. I need support. I don't know. I need some more specific questions. But I think that was, you know, that was good. Yeah. Right, oh, cool. do you guys? What was it like filming at Barnstall Park? Because that. Oh lord. <laughs> so that was a nightmare. Oh why? I have a lot of horror stories from season one. I want everybody hear. does. Um, Barnstall we, Park. I've talked about on the podcast before because the main squeeze and I love going there. Okay, so I want to go when I'm not freezing cold and in a nightmare yeah. um we were really freezing the sporting cast and at the beginning there was no like warm place for us to be and uh, it was just like a, a mix of you know communication or something and it was just really cold and what was supposed to be four days turned into two and a half weeks of shooting out in the freezing and clothes that were like summer dresses yeah. you but, were audrey um, hepburn right i was one of well everyone was either audrey or elvis <laughs> and you know i think i was in that episode way less than I thought I'd be for the amount of time I was there but you know it was we were making something that ended up being great I'm super happy that I was in it um but it was really cold and kind and we were there just all night shoots so it was like 5 30 p.m to 5 30 a.m or 7 p.m to 7 a.m and and just cold and all of us have never been back to Barnsdale because we have post-traumatic stress disorder it must have been creepy to be there then too it wasn't well, there's also a murder happening. If hashtag what? spoiler alert, if you haven't seen season oh, yeah. one, uh, spoiler alert. But yeah. um, no, because we weren't even there for that part. But and we had to hear the same songs over and over the same Elvis songs over. No. Don't don't don't. Anyway, I can't. I can still hear it in my head. That's hilarious. Zoe, bless Zoe Kravitz's beautiful singing heart. But if I hear that song one more damn time, <laughs> or uh, Adam Scott's, or you know, but. It, I want to go back. The, the supporting cast, we're all very close. We still have a text chain, which actually I got a text this morning on. And shout out to all of them. What's up? Also, yes. also Sarah Baker's show, uh, Kaminsky Method, just won. Obsessed. Uh, for, on the Golden Globes, right? Yes. And then... Um, it's so good. Yeah. 
Hong was in that was last season. She was nominated for a darn Oscar. Uh, one of the supporting cast was like went from our job, you know, to being on Downsizing. That girl who was like amazing in Downsizing. Um, so that was pretty amazing. We were all just rooting for her. Um, but yeah, we haven't been back, and we said we're going to go back for one of those Barnsdale like wine and whatever. I love things. it. Last time we were there. The main squeeze was like, we should throw a big party here. And I was yeah, like, what you do you should. mean like a big party? And then- <laughs> hint, hint. Here's my finger. <laughs> it's a cool spot. I feel like both families would murder us if the big party wasn't in Jersey. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Well, they'll probably have to come out here for one. Yeah, it'll be fun. If there was one. Yeah. Hopefully they will. Eh, we'll who do see. I have to push? <laughs> who do I have to push I down I could be the very stairs. Jersey. Remember, I just played an Italian who, who, did. who grows my own tomatoes, <laughs> makes my own sauce, and so hand makes shoes. I, Listen. I wish I could keep you here all night. I'm going to do a few rapid Go fire ahead. questions okay, with rapid you. Okay, fire. All right. Um, the movie Any Given Sunday or Rudy? Rudy. Oh, Wow. I, I mean, come I, on, I don't know why I'm ex- I'm Also, because I had to, I think I had to, uh, there was an episode of Newsroom, and it was about Rudy. And there, if people that watched that would know, it was a big story plot, and I loved that episode. Oh. Season one, yeah. I need to, I am so sorry, I haven't seen Newsroom. And they brought up the movie. Oh my God, it's deal. so good. It's so good. And it's cool, because I was being able to, it wasn't, I was just doing drama or just doing comedy, I was doing both at the same time. Uh. And it was, but a lot more drama than um, comedy in it. It's but I weird. get to be funny as, as well. As a stand-up, I like I do comedy, yeah. but I feel like I enjoy doing drama. Well, comedians are often very good at drama because it, comedians have very a lot of darkness to them. Mm. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, true. Yes, but in a good way. Yeah, in a good, lighthearted way. Sure. Um, who's hotter, Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side or Connie Britton in Friday Night Lights? Connie Britton, Friday Night Lights. Oh, I, I love, love Sandra that. Bullock too. I'm obsessed with her. Did but you see Bird Box? I haven't yet. But basically, I heard it's Quiet Place, but vision totally different oh okay my brother's because a quiet place there's Josh, like you're out again. yeah i mean it's a vibe a quiet place vibe uh, uh, uh. but is bird box good it's uh, oh it's so good okay i love this her is, I'm obs- okay. i want to be sandra bullock it's kind of my, one of my goals beyond obsessed that's why i did this and you movie. just worked with adam ray and the bellman did you guys shoot together yes i did i love adam ray you need to listen my favorite i work the, with a lot of stand-ups all the time I've i know with leah brent morin um santino actually i've never worked with santino but we did know a each other. session together, uh, like a um, chemistry session. Um, oh, God. Glebe. Uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Ray, Adam Ray. Uh, Jonathan Kite. Um, yeah, Sandy so many stand-ups. Um, Sandy, yeah. You should listen to, I love Brad Williams. And, um, I love their, their podcast. podcast. I just, and I listened to the Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay. Also. I was yeah, going to say, Adam's I recommend that to her. anyone. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, what do you prefer? Meatballs or like bolognese meat sauce? Oh, well, it depends if you want a chunk or if you want a little, I think I just had meatballs at Jones Hollywood the other day. So I'll go meatballs. You're going meatballs. You're yeah. Because going all in right now that's, I've had it two days, you know, in a, in a row ish. Look yeah, at that. so I'm gonna go with meatballs. Sam a meat sauce girl. It's I fun. love meat sauce. Yeah. I'll do both. I mean, I probably have that more often than I have a meatball because not everyone makes a good meatball. Well, yeah. Um, who would you rather hang out with, the cast of Jersey Shore or the Real Housewives of New Jersey? Cast of Jersey Shore, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I would have so much to say to them. It's either, if it went bad, I could make fun of them. I wouldn't because I don't want to get killed. But no, I would. I would have so much fun just like watching them and also interacting. But I would very quickly start talking like them. Um, oh, yeah. I met Paul D once. Oh, the best because one. I think I went up to him because it was my friends. Actually, it was a Anna Camp uh, actress who mm-hmm. I knew from The Office who played Pam's sister, who was in all the. Um, 
movies. What are those movies? The Pitch Perfect. Thank you, movies. Pitch Perfect. And I, it was her long time ago, her, like some party we had for a wedding party for her for one, a long time ago. And, and, um, I went up to him and cause she was like, that's Paulie D. And I like, was like, Hey, it's my friend's wedding or something. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> You're just like, Hey, bye. He, yeah. He wasn't as into, I think he like, he was into like meeting her because she was on TV, but didn't give her about me. It Celeb was, crush. Ryan Gosling and Sam Hewen. <laughs> I listen. You've Gosling, obviously been asked that question a few times. I don't know. I mean, Gosling is always my, my he's been my ride or die. He doesn't know it. From Mickey um, Mouse Club? No, before. No, because he was annoying on that. No offense, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, he Ryan. hadn't grown into it. Um, I'm never that. calling him that. No, um, it was, uh, I liked him on Breaker High, which was a Canadian show on Ooh. Wham. Ooh. And I also liked him on Her- Young Hercules. And I was like, this kid is so funny mm-hmm. and he's so nerdy. And I like him because he's nerdy cute and then he like all of a sudden was really like hot cute and i was like what's happening but he was started his career being hilarious and then he was doing all these indies and he was in the believer playing like a neo-nazi and he was incredible and i'm like wow this kid's gonna blow up he did and now did. everyone wants him no he's like married with two kids now with Ava. I don't think, yeah yes. even mendez we did the scene from we did two scenes last night in class from a place the Beyond the Pines. Beyond the Pines, yeah. <sighs> oh, whatever. But Sam Hewen is, I believe, on the market. I don't know. I think he's not I don't single. Even know who that Sam Hewen is. It's weird to say because he has mutual friends with my friends. So it's like I could meet him one day. But I believe if history is true that he might be a blonde guy. But maybe I'm just, you know, judging. But he's a Scottish guy. He plays um, Jamie Fraser in Outlander. Okay. And he's a very good actor. And I don't like people ever just because they're cute. Like if someone was hot and and like a dick or not good at what they did, I would immediately not be attracted to them. Yeah. um, Which has happened many times. So I'd rather be with a semi good looking guy who is so talented because of what they do. I just have an interest in him that is I would love to be his friend. But if it went into more, it would be okay. That'd be all right with me. And last but What's not up? least, yeah, go ahead. Lady Gaga or Britney Spears? Oh hell! <laughs> Today's versions or back in the days? But you can pick a version. You could pick a year. Oh man! Oh man! I know this is. A I lot. mean, I so I was a JT girl. Like I have been my whole life. Uh huh. I was a Justin gal, and I wish. God, I mean, man, when they used to wear those horrible denim outfits. No, so I feel like her slave for you is killing Gaga's, for me, anything Gaga. But Gaga's so raw talent and can actually freaking write and sing, which Britney, no offense, cannot do. <laughs> that was my Britney. Um, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It could be better. <laughs> we but can work on it. I've never done it, really. So, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like Gaga's talent, Britney's hype back in the day, and right. ability to sex it up and dance. But now it's like she's on drugs and what's happening with her movements. I don't know. It's a lot. It's like she doesn't even do them full out anymore. I'm like, are you being a tall person? You we call bring her, it back. A tall I love person Britney. To, like, love Britney. Around. But a few people have written me that they call her Stiffney. Ooh, I, feel I like get that's it. That's very on point. It is. <laughs> um, wait, so you have to pick one because you're about to do a read. Oh my God. <laughs> Pick me whichever one's more interesting. Um, for you, I feel like 
gaga for this okay purposes. All right, I'm gonna do it. i love this are we gonna we're gonna read a movie i love it <laughs> <laughs> i love this okay this i feel like great. for you yeah just to kind of get people hyped up sure. for your new movie that you well, were... I have two like apparently i forgot oh, i have two coming up i have the great. one so i have the lifetime uh sony movie which i should be three movies we think and what's that called it's uh the first one's called very valentine it's not a valentine's day movie it's coming out probably may or june on lifetime and it's a romantic comedy not a holiday not a killer it's um about love which and i love it's a three it's so we there should be two more so that's very valentine um on may or june in wedding season okay and then i have the bellman which is an indie movie we don't know where it's gonna be or when it's gonna come out but there's like you said adam ray um tom lennon um oh my god who else is in this movie that i love jonathan so kite jonathan kite sandy danto um, is he in it yeah i think he plays a little bit part um josh zuckerman um oh god alfonso he's huge on instagram how can i forget his last name Alfonso uh, is like the I biggest think deal alfonso rivera but that's wrong but uh, god Fonz is <laughs> the shit and then anyway there's so many good people in it and then um uh big little life season two you will be lot. coming out soon yeah i don't know how much i'll be in it but let's just pretend i'm in every episode yeah you're in all I'm of not it. in every episode <laughs> don't blink i think i'm in three episodes but maybe we'll see how much so this will be fun for you this is sure. so on brand with I love it. your lifetime sony yes. movie that's coming out so instead of reading it like lady gaga no i felt like alejandro is. is very um, alejandro alejandro so i'd appreciate you a like dramatic reading, reading? It, like a dramatic i don't even reading. know the song is that bad no that's even better oh, that's even better read it as your character I do know in it, the movie Ale Alejandro. I don't remember how it goes. Okay, anyway. You just pick up. Oh, I used to date someone named part, Roberto. Per, okay, so just give us your, like, okay. uh, Italian-American jersey. <laughs> oh, you want me to sound Italian-American? Yeah, like, this <laughs> is, like, you talking to your love interest from Italy, whatever, Pablo or Paolo, whatever the fuck Oh, you mean in the movie, is. love interest. In the movie. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, give us. But, like, like, you want it bad, like, cheesy big. Yes. Okay, cheesy just big Just do bad. it. And you can read a line. You but can read I, the whole thing. But do you thing. want an accent? Yes. Okay. Do you. Could end up going. I don't know what the difference is sometimes between New York and Jersey. So just you know, have no. it. I know that we're young, and I I, I I emphasize this because it was I know that we are young. Okay, fine, I'll do it like that. And I know that you may love me, but I just can't be with you like this anymore. Alejandro, she's got both hands in her pocket, and she won't look at you. Won't look at you. She hides true love, and Sue Bocio. Let's go Bocio. But I'll say Bocio. She's got a halo around her finger. Around you. You know that I love you, boy. Hot like Mexico. Rejoice! At this point, I gotta choose. Nothing to lose. Don't call my name. Don't call my name, Alejandro. I'm not your babe. I'm not your babe, Fernando. Don't want to kiss. Don't want to touch. Just smoke my cigarette and hush. Don't call my name. Don't call my name. Roberto. Alejandro. Alejandro. Ale, Alejandro. Ale. Alejandro. 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 Ale, Alejandro. Ale, Alejandro. Stop. Oh, please, just, just let me go, Alejandro. Just let me go. She's not broken. She's just a baby. <laughs> She's just, oh, it's long. I'm going to keep going. No, let's try to do it fast. Okay. She's just a baby, but a boyfriend's like a dad, just like a dad. And all those flames that burned before him, 
Oh my God, this is the longest song ever. Now he's going to fire fight. Got to cool. I've lost my accent three times. Got to five. Got to cool the bad. I know that I love you, boy. Hot like Mexico. Rejoice. At this point, I've got to choose nothing to lose. Don't call my name. Don't call my name, Alejandro. No, I'm not your babe. I'm not your babe, Fernando. Don't want to kiss. Don't want to touch. Don't just smoke my cigarette and hush. Just call my name. Just call. Don't call my name. Whoops. Sorry, Roberta. Alejandro. 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 There's so many. There's so many. Don't bother me. Don't bother me, Alejandro. Don't call my name. Don't call my name. Bye, Fernando. Which is it, bitch? I'm not your babe. That wasn't a line. I'm not your babe, Alejandro. Don't want to kiss don't want to touch fernando don't want to call my name don't call my name alejandro i'm not your babe i'm not your babe fernando don't want to kiss don't want to touch don't smoke my cigarette and hutch that's not what it said just call my name don't call my name roberto alejandro alejandro ali alejandro ali alejandro alejandro guys what was that i don't know what it was that was one of my it was favorite two pages. Meetings. i know i don't know what that was but i was eight different ethnicities my face hurts that was fun you killed it. It was weird. Thank you so much but for the, being listen, here. But listen, this is also now a class in cold reading. Yes, exactly. Commit, commit, Did you see commit. How many layers were to that listen, reading? Commit. There was no, eighteen colors of it, dude. Eighteen and and a half. That was amazing. Just kidding. There was four. Um, um, tell the meatballs where they can find you. Okay, meatballs. You my people now, all right? <laughs> um, find me on Instagram and Twitter, mostly Instagram at Kellen Coleman. K-E-L-E-N-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. I know Kellen's hard. It's like Helen with a K, but people think Helen has two L's and it doesn't, just one L. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be, I'm on all the things, Kellen Coleman, I think. And I don't really do Snapchat. Do you do Snapchat anymore? Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, Once yeah. IG stories came about yeah. and those filters on yeah. them, I was like, what's Snapchat? Right. So it's at Kellen Coleman and all this stuff. I'll be on Big Little Lies season two. We think ish. I'm um, on three episodes, and then uh, this uh, very Valentine on Lifetime this summer, it's May or June. I'll be posting about when that is, and then um, what's the other movie? What did you, you tell me it was called? The Bell. <laughs> the Bell Then by Cameron Fife. Um, and a lot of great people on that or a lot of very funny people. It should be a trippy, far out, funny movie. And that will be sometime soon. I'll also post about that. Woohoo! Yay. I'm so happy we did this. Me too. And hopefully yes. before that, I'll be on a, another TV show. Cause, you exactly. Know, it's time to be getting those. Salute to a busy pilot right, season. Right, let's do it. Um, meatballs. Also, I'm doing a special live podcast. It's... This show in Hollywood, it's actually this Friday, which is January... I think I'm it's checking my schedule to see if I can come. Yes. Um, January 18th, I think. It's 9 p.m. at the Pack Theater, which is a really cool theater. Um, what time? And it's at 9 p.m. And there's a bunch of different podcasts and comedians on it, but we're doing 15 minutes of What's Your Jersey, and there'll be giveaways, and it'll what be give so away? much fun. It's a surprise. Oh, meatballs. Yeah. Just kidding. Not <laughs> Probably. Um, but yeah, so if you're in Hollywood or if you're not in Hollywood and want to come to Hollywood, come to the Pack Theater. This Friday, which is, wait, what's today? Tuesday, 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th. Friday, January 18th at, come around 8 p.m. The show starts at 9. It'll be really fun. I might be there. Yes. And if you have any questions, obviously, tell Jacqueline or myself. Yes. You can Instagram message or slide in to DMs. Slide into those DMs. I do check them. I don't answer all of them, but I do check them. That's great. And um, I will find a way to answer them for you. And salute to you. 
Salute. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is very fun. Yay, thank you for being here. Yay. And thank you again so much for listening, Meatballs. I love it when you reach out at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. And please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. Do it. Yes. Or I'll hunt you down. We'll like catch the you on soprano the soprano that I am. Yes. I'm not, I'm not a soprano. We both wish we were. Yes, we um, it's fine. Um, I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, guys. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.